It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA 547 is the number. Also, you can reach us via email, 610KONA.com. The bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. We're on Twitter as well, bottom line 610, on parlor at the bottom line 610. And you can reach us via our free mobile app on the Google Play and Apple stores. You can message us that way. And listen on your phone also. 547-1610, the main number. So um, I'm sure you were paying attention to what was happening over the weekend. Um, Number of different situations from Portland, Seattle, to Miami, to uh, California. Uh, some were just, you know, protests that weren't really protests, more like riots. Um, but we're seeing a new wave of things happening now, and it's just starting to scratch the surface of the mainstream media, and that is religious-targeted attacks. In Miami... A church was broken into, and a statue of Jesus was beheaded. In California, a church was set on fire. In New York City, bonfires were made out of two Virgin Mary statues. Calvary Baptist in San Diego, a historically black church, burnt to the ground. A 250-year-old church set on fire. All these in the United States. And not much is getting mentioned about it because they all have one thing in common. They're all Christians. Oh, I thought it was they all have nothing to do with George Floyd. Well, they don't. They, they, they also don't have anything to do with George Floyd either. But you're now seeing another level of attack. And take a look at all these things, and, and what do you have? You have the foundation of what most Americans consider to be important. Faith, security, freedom. Police are being attacked, threatening your security. You've got now the attack on churches and Christian symbols. And if you disagree with those that are currently out there doing what they're doing, well, you saw what happened in Denver when there was a Back the Blue rally that was uh, interrupted by anti-police protesters. 
So it's okay to have an anti-police rally, but you can't have a pro-police rally because the anti-police rally don't care if you have the right to your opinion. They're going to make sure that you only hear theirs. So this is this is what we what we are seeing. This is what what is taking the is taking front and center. And then you look at the particular areas. And you see Seattle is still having its issues. Portland is having its issues to the degree that the federal government is now getting involved in Portland. And that's going over well. Because, of course, they're less concerned about the businesses and the residents and those people that have to live in that anarchy. No, they're more concerned about people that have possibly been busted in out of town who are there to create nothing but chaos and havoc making sure that their rights are protected, but not the rights of the taxpayer in Portland, be it a business or or a resident. Just earlier today, in fact, the mayors, Portland, Seattle, as well as Atlanta, Chicago, Kansas City, Washington, D.C., sending a joint letter to the federal government asking federal troops to leave their cities. Mm Mm-hmm. Asking federal troops to leave. Um, in the meantime, there's a city that has thought about contacting the, poli- the contacting the federal government for help because they've been long besieged, but they don't want to do it for for this reason. And we'll let you know after we go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio six ten K O N A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, guys, this is Art from Kennewick. Uh, just a, a couple of points. Uh, uh, I guess there was supposed to be a rally up here on Gage uh, uh, Boulevard uh, this afternoon. Uh, we drove by. There were just a few. I think it's way too hot for much of a rally this afternoon with it getting over 100. And then uh, uh, I don't know if there's going to be anything tonight. But uh, d- did you guys see the... Uh, on Fox yesterday, uh, Chris Wallace interviewing Trump. I did not see it. No. Okay. Well, he brought up the riots and so forth, and uh, you know, Chris Wallace he tries to be objective, but I really don't think he's all that objective. He's kind of in the swamp against Trump. He tried to say, uh, you know, that uh, to emphasize that. It's been real bad, uh, real bad protests and stuff uh, since Trump's been, you know, in there. Like maybe he has something to do with their protesting against him. Well, you know, that could be a, some of it, but they're actually protesting against uh, our our country, our values, uh, our republic, and anybody out there who thinks they're not. Uh, uh, is badly mistaken. The uh, Antifia and uh, the Black Lives Matter, and it's too bad because maybe the Black Lives Matter did start better, but at the same token, they brought too many people in there, and I don't even think they know half the groups that are in there with the Black Lives Matter, and I think it's making them a bad name. But, uh, yeah, we got to start protecting our values and so forth, and, uh, you know, this bunch wants to totally overthrow the government. And then with Seattle and Portland and some of the cities out here, 
you know, it's gets gets kind of scary. So anyway, I thought I'd just bring that in. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Art. Going back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K and A. Your name? Where are you calling from? Sam, I'm calling from Pasco. What's on your mind? What's on my mind is uh, not the riots or the protests. I'm calling about powers of attorney for loved ones in the hospital. Okay. I have a 95-year-old 90, World War II veteran father fought in the Battle of the Bulge. Um, he was put in trios, and none of us are able to be an, an advocate for him, and he's hard of hearing. And I'm just wondering if anybody has any ideas about what to do about that. Well, it's definitely an interesting situation, I'm sure. Um, if anybody has any any ideas on how to help with that? Fire us off a phone call. Yep, or send us an email. Or send us an email Five, as well. Yeah, uh, you can call us 547-1610, 509-547-1610, or you can uh, send us that email by going to the website 610kona.com, go to the bottom line page, and send us your question or your comment. Unfortunately, Rob and I are not attorneys. No. Uh, we don't really dispense with legal advice, so that's a little bit above our pay grade. But we'll see. We can't get you some help there. Appreciate the call. One city in America that tends to be uh, a flashpoint, um, they have seen shootings go up 71% in the month of May compared to the year before. Murders are up 60%. And that would be the city that just can't stop killing each other, the city of Chicago. There is an alderman in the city of Chicago who is a former police officer who said that the city is desperate for help after there were 63 more shootings and 12 more killed this past weekend. Now, for those that are not... Familiar, an alderman is similar to a city council person. Right, similar to a city council person. Um, and quoting this city council, this, this alderman, people are too afraid right now to ask the president for help because if it does work, they're going to make the president look like a success. It is a political move. We are mm. dealing with crime at biblical proportions right now in Chicago. So Chicago... They will sacrifice the lives of the people that live there and put them in harm's way so as to not make the President of the United States potentially look good by helping them reduce shootings and deaths in a city. You want to talk about the absolute farthest extreme possible you've just been introduced to it they must be really afraid of what he might do if he's reelected. what he might do 63 shootings and 12 more deaths oh and by the way no i mean they're afraid to make him look good and get reelected. what he might do if he's given four more years. We'll give you a little bit more information on what's going on in, in that regard as far as Chicago and the president, but it, that's it's just, it's, it's insane. 
join the show, call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610, KONA. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610, the number if you want to get involved. CBD American Shaman, across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick, your place for 100% all-natural CBD products. They are involved from the seed all the way to the shelf, involved in the growing of their own hemp, testing as well as the end product. And the nanotechnology breaks down the hemp oil into water-soluble CBD, so it is processed and absorbed by your body much faster than many other products that are out there. So stop by CBD American Shaman for information on their two newest products, CB Night, which could help you if you're having restless night sleep. You can ask all the questions you need regarding that, and CB Go as well, which is an all-natural pep in your step from CBD American Shaman. Check them out today across from the Grain Elevator on Clearwater in Kennewick. 547-1610, the number if you would like to get involved. So we were talking a little bit, Ed, about uh, the situation in Chicago, along with many other places. Over the weekend, the president of Chicago's Fraternal Order of Police posted a letter to the president asking for help and slamming the political leadership in Chicago. Now, most people thought Rahm Emanuel was bad. Well, his his uh, successor, Lori Lightfoot, has been absolutely 100% worse, according to the Fraternal Order of Police's president. Um, now, of course, we know the president has denounced the violence in Chicago, as well as many other people. But Lightfoot, well, she blames loose federal gun laws, even though Chicago has some of the toughest laws in the country as far as firearms are concerned, she blames the federal government for the problem, not the fact that they don't enforce anything in Chicago and the fact that um, this, the residents of Chicago are the ones that suffer by the incredibly strict firearm laws, not the criminals. Um, 63 more shootings and 12 more deaths over this past weekend. Um, you know, not not seeing... Uh, any plans for a Black Lives Matter protest um, in Chicago? Uh, don't think Al Sharpton is going to be leading any uh, any walks. Um, just not not hearing anything. But but maybe maybe now because it happens every weekend in Chicago. Maybe because it happens every weekend in Chicago, now they're numb to it, and they just figure, okay, well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll deal with with places that aren't uh, war zones first. We'll leave Chicago to the end. Um, it is it is absolutely unbelievably sad that if the if the allegation by the alderman is true and that they do not want federal help because they do not want to give the president a boost, you are putting the lives of your residents at stake for political reasons and political reasons alone. Orange man bad. Orange man bad, Chicago politicians worse. (laughs) Yeah, I you know, and it's not obviously a, a joking situation, but it's... It's 
it is comical that the those politicians in those cities are putting the health and safety of people in their city up against the really the the ability for mob rule and when the federal government doesn't swoop in and help them whether they want help or not then the you know trump is bad you know people are being critical that well why hasn't why hasn't trump bailed out those those cities well that's because that's what a democratically elected president would have done. And they're just, they know good and well that Trump is not going to bail them out. But it's, it's again, it's about fanning the flames. And look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't own a MAGA hat, okay? <laughs> I'll just tell you that right now. I do not own a MAGA hat. Uh, but it has just become painfully obvious to more and more people, not everyone, but people are, are waking up to the fact that this is going on, that so much of this garbage that has been going on is to make sure or at least to try to keep Trump from running and being elected to another four years. And I'll go back to something I said last segment they must be really scared of what he might do if he's reelected, if he's given four more years. And, you know, to go to these links, again, in my humble opinion, let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Oh, Sparky's back from Umatilla. What's up, Sparky? Hey, um, when I was growing up, uh, there was probably a handful of police officers, uh, maybe six, half a dozen, whatever. And the chief of police and, and, and the judge gave us a lot of slack. You know why? Our parents, they let our parents discipline us. Now, in the early 80s or mid-80s, whatever it was, maybe a little later than that, all of a sudden, oh, no, you can't discipline your kid. You can't spank your kid. They took And they taken all the authority away from the, the teachers. And I'm not so sure that K through 12 is, is but when they get, something has happened in college, it, that they're they're coming out liberalized and it's uh it's it's catching up it's caught up with us guys it's 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 a mess and they're going to have to uh, kick uh, you know what and take names that's what they're going to have to do thanks a lot guys appreciate the call as always Sparky five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten we are coming up on our bottom of the hour break but uh, we're going to. Keep the phones going. You can also email us by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or comment. Yeah, I'm just looking up, you know, the names that they're listing in Chicago in the newspaper, as the ones that they've revealed that were shot and killed. And so far, two of the three were uh, black men under the age of 40. Um, just, just wondering when we're going to hear from the, when we're going to hear their Black Lives Matter. 
Were they killed by police? No, no, then they they're weren't. not interested. Oh, oh, so their black lives don't matter if they're killed in Chicago over the weekend, just if they're killed by a cop in Chicago over the weekend. That's when their black life matters. I think that that's become abundantly clear. Oh, yes. all right. Okay, well, then they might want to change the name then. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of The Bottom Line, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. Back at The Bottom Line, News Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610 if you would like to get involved. Thank you for your patience through the break. What's your name? Where are you calling from today? Hey, this is Howard in Richland. What's up, Howard? Hey, Thanks to you guys, first off, because you get all the candidates on there, at least the ones that want to come on there and put them through an interview process. And I don't think any other uh, news or media entity in the Tri-Cities does the job you guys do. Um, Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm used to getting the voter's guide in the mail. I'm kind of old school, and it's not showing up. And so I checked online and wasn't apparent (laughs) where it was. I was hoping to find, like, a PDF copy of it to download, and I eventually found a Twitter from the auditor's office. It was kind of hard to find, but you have to go to votewa.gov, and then you have to enter your personal info, and then you have to select voter's guide, and then you can drill down through the different uh, contests and candidates to find out what you want to find out. So it's kind of a long process that uh, wasn't intuitively easy to find. Um, it'd be nicer if they had a PDF document you could just download and flip through it on your iPad, but they don't. So anyway, I thought I'd share that just so if people are looking to go take a look at all these candidates, like Lieutenant Governor, I was clueless on that. So had to go check it out. Appreciate, Appreciate the, call. the call, Howard. Thanks a lot. And, of course, in that vein, uh, Wednesday, Dr. Raul Garcia will join us. He's a candidate for governor. On Thursday, uh, Representative Bill Jenkins will join us. He is a candidate for state senate in the 16th. On Friday, uh, Tim Iman will join us, candidate for governor. And next Tuesday, Kim Lehrman, who is a candidate for Franklin County Commissioner District 1, will join us on the program. And that's not the end of it. We've got, we're trying to fit in as many as we can before Friday. Um, so that you can make the most informed decision that you can when it comes to filling out your ballot. A couple of years ago, uh, the counties around Washington, in an effort to save money uh, and maybe save a few trees, (laughs) stopped uh, printing and mailing out the uh, voter pamphlet for the primary. Um, I believe that uh, they're still doing it for the general election, but... When you have in the gubernatorial race, for example, dozens of different people that are... 36. Yes. Three dozen. 36. People, yes, that's three dozen. Yes. Yes. 36. 30, 36. That was, that, was, that was the homeschool math lesson for the day. It was. Um, 30 if, plus 6 equals 6. You don't the, have to break it down. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, where was I going with it? The, uh, the voter pamphlet... That, uh, you know, it just is not cost effective for the counties. And, you know, look, some budgets have been cut. And certainly this year, they don't have a whole lot of money to play with either. So 
it is unfortunate, like our last caller mentioned, that it is a little cumbersome to find. Uh, but that is the reasoning why yeah. you don't get one in the mail for the primary. For this year, it would have been the size of a phone book. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, it would have been pretty pretty big this year. Um, some interesting news coming out of England. Oh? That a vaccine candidate for coronavirus developed by Oxford University uh, in conjunction with AstraZeneca, 1,077 volunteers took part in the trial. Hmm. It induced an immune response to infection in all of them. All of them. All of them. Wow. Side effects, minimal. Headache and fatigue. The vaccine generated antibodies and killer T cells that attack the virus cells. They have not, however, yet been able to conclude whether the vaccine would prevent COVID-19 infection. Efficacy trials have not yet been completed, but... They said the early results are encouraging and further study is necessary to conclude whether it will work to protect people from infection. But um, 1,077 people all produced an immune response. That's a pretty big deal. It is. Along that same line, uh, you know, the University of Washington School of Medicine has been working on a vaccine as well. Uh, they, um, they are progressing nicely through that process. The vaccine that they came up with um, produced antibodies and did all the right things against COVID-19 in mice and in primates. They are now about ready to start a, a human clinical trial on that one uh, at UW Medicine. So some good signs there. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, fellas. It's Mike. Mike, What's what's going on? Look, I like your last caller. I did all of that hoop jumping to try to get the voters pamphlet. And I really don't have a problem with anything other than why do you got to put your personal information in? Why can't you just, uh, in order to, to get whatever I tried to put in Herman Munster, 1313 Mockingbird Lane, and it kicked it out, but it would only allow it if I would put in my personal information. And I just don't understand what my personal information has to do with a voter's pamphlet. Because that tells them you are a registered voter or not. As also, well, also that what uh, what county and what precinct and all yeah. that stuff that you are going to be voting in. Yes, so basically yeah, so it, it's another I level of security to prevent fraud. You're going to put that information in Benton County, fine. I don't, why do I got to put my name in? Because they don't. Way to track you. Because you're you're not doing it through Benton County. You're doing it through the state level. That's where it all go. That's where it all comes and, from. And also, Mike, even though you know, I live in Benton County and you live in Benton County, that doesn't mean we're going to you know be uh, doing the same voting. Um, you know, in the same, we're not going to get the same ballot because we might live right. In, you I might mean, live in District One or District Three, for example. Right. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, fellas, this is Frank in BC. What's up, Frank? Frank? What's up? Hey, man. Two points. Two points, fellas. One, just straight up question: um, If we develop a vaccine, but this virus keeps mutating so quickly, since they said there's a different one on the East Coast, West Coast, and somewhere in between, it seems. Who's to say that inoculation is going to work? Second point, real quick, real quick. Uh, my oldest son and I went to the Lauren Culp rally 
in Kennewick this weekend. And I've got to say, it was outstanding, and the fellow was really something to listen to. So i got to say. Thanks Appreciate for the it. call. Appreciate it. As always, Frank, 547-1610 is the number, 509-547-1610. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Chuck from West Richland. What's up, Chuck? Hey, on this on this um, ballot, or I'm sorry, the voter's pamphlet, I got friends on the other side of the state. They got a printed version, so I'm guessing that their counties produced that. But um, this whole going online to try to get it from the state, First, I went to those counties, and you can see everything but your local stuff in those counties online in a PDF version. You don't have to give them any information. But the reason the state is wanting it is because it was designed by liberals who think they know better than you what you need. We used to get it mailed to us. It had all of the information, and we expected the voter to be an informed voter and know where they were voting from and what they were looking for. Now you have a ballot. You can ostensibly look at your ballot and figure out which candidates you need to look at, and still they want your information. I'm not sure why. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, back to the, the question real quick about the vaccine. Um, we we have a flu vaccine, and the flu strains continue to mutate. Mm-hmm. So it's not, and that's why they were very careful to say, we don't know if this will prevent you from getting it, but we do know that it produced a response in all the people that got it. So they did begin to manufacture antibodies. They did begin to manufacture the T cells to fight it, but we can't say if it will prevent you from getting it, but we can say it will help you fight it. I mean, just like, look... Vaccine vaccinations, it's it's a it's a guessing game. And because, again, when you're talking about the flu and OK, COVID-19 is not the flu or it is or I'm not, I'm not talking about that. When you're talking about virology and you're talking about a vaccine, it is a guessing game. We look at what Australia's flu season and what uh, vaccine worked for them because our seasons are opposite each other. That when we're in the wintertime, they're in the summertime and vice versa. So we see what their flu season was like, adjust the vaccine accordingly, and that's what we distribute for our flu season. Same thing here. It's not, I mean, they haven't come up with a foolproof 100% vaccine for all the strains of COVID-19. But if... The West Coast version of the COVID-19, UW Medicine can come up with something that knocks it down much more than it doesn't. I think people will take that. Sure. You know, as opposed to just being basically naked to the virus uh, that we are right now. I want to get to this uh, email that we got from Karen in Richland. Karen writes, I don't think the Dems are afraid of what Trump is going to do. My opinion is they just hate him that much. I think they will do whatever they have to, uh, which includes making the American people suffer. Karen, appreciate the email. If you'd like to send us an email, you just go to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. John from Kennewick writes, in regard to the voter guide, just Google Benton County, Washington voter guide, and you will find a page on the auditor's website, a voting guide. Uh, just thought I would share. Got to make sure it's this year's, too. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't so, want to yeah. Google like uh, 1983s or whatever. Yeah, you but. don't want to you don't want to see you don't want to see Doc Ace thing running for Congress. Oh, that, would, that would be that would be a, an older voters. <laughs> that would be not current. That correct. would be not current. But uh <laughs> 
you know, one of the things is we chatted real, you know, real briefly about, you know, the the the, the, the right. Have you seen what's happened in in St. Louis? No, With there's so many couple. other hot hot spots that I haven't well, watched in St. There, Louis. There was a couple, and they well-to-do couple, nice house, fence property. Apparently, some protesters decided they wanted to go through the fence. Oh, of their place? Yes. Okay. The couple comes out with firearms. Oh, I did see that. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Now, the DA is prosecuting the couple. Well, of course. Yes. Now- For pointing a gun at those those peaceful protesters? Who were illegally on their property after damaging their property. They're probably just looking for bread. Right, they were, more than likely, so that they could spread it amongst each other and, and have a wonderful socialist march by giving each other a crumb of bread mm. uh, from this from this from these oppressive people's home. Um, so it, let, let's see if I get this right. You're told that you have a right to defend your property if threatened, damaged, anything like that. It's illegal to damage other people's property, particularly if you're doing it intentionally. But did anybody who damaged the property get arrested? No, no, not a single one. Nope, not a one. Nope, because they were peaceful protesters. They just tripped and fell and broke multiple parts of the fence and then got up in a threatening manner. And when those people came out with firearms to protect their property and themselves, they got arrested because how dare you point a weapon at these these people who are just trying to make a positive change. Isn't it fascinating? I mean, to me, it really is fascinating that with all this stuff going on, what it's really doing for people that are paying attention is it's really shining a light on your favorite word, Rob, hypocrisy. Oh, that it's that it's really, you know, the 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 protesters and the not even the protesters, the rioters, the protesters and the rioters. I think are really two different groups for the most part. The those that are rioting, looting, knocking down statues, those folks and the elected officials that are enabling them decry how we have an unfair system. System of systemic racism and, yes. and that the system is not fair and that you know people are not treated fairly in the system. Yet, we have a couple in St. Louis that had a right to own a firearm and a right to defend their home, kind of says so in the Constitution, yet they are being prosecuted for waving a weapon at people who they didn't know crashed down their fence and, without permission, be on their property. So... Yes, yeah. that, that's why, too, there's another video floating around of people wearing masks and hoods, um, you know, taking the Welcome to Wells Fargo sign a little too literally, uh, spray painting it, and then ripping the uh, window of the drive through out and climbing into the bank. Um, because, after all, you know, that's just a peaceful protest. They're, they're going against Again. the oppressive system. So it's okay to do that. It's okay to damage that property because it's oppressive. The bank's oppressive. Again, in the beginning, right after George Floyd's death, those protesters across the country were mad at what happened. They were, for the most part, peaceful, but they were protesting. 
what happened? Absolutely. What this has devolved into in many large cities has zero to do with George Floyd. Let's take a quick call before the break. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Am I up? You are up. What's up? Okay, the Murkowskis in St. Louis, they never pointed the guns at the protesters. In fact, they were pointing at the guns at each other. More, They never did point the guns at the protesters. So the prosecutor's out of his mind. Appreciate the call. Um, don't know. I've seen... Prosecutor I've seen, is a woman, by the way. Prosecutor is a woman. Okay, prosecutor well... Prosecutor is a woman. Regardless... Five four seven one six ten. Back with more after this. Bottom line: the only place that cares what you think. Call in now. 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back in the bottom line, News Radio six ten K one A. Final few minutes of your Monday afternoon. Robin Ed hanging with you. Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance, waiting to hear from you. Whether it's homeowners insurance, life insurance, auto insurance, small business, or farm insurance, where they got their start almost 100 years ago, American Family Insurance has a huge umbrella that you could fit under. A lot of people are getting back on the roads. They've got adult and teen safe driver programs. If you're a small business that's reopening and you don't know if your policy is exactly what you need, contact Jason Hogue today, the only American star certified rated agent with American Family Insurance in the Tri-Cities, by visiting his website, jasonhogue.com. 547-1610, if you have any final thoughts. We have another email that came in from uh, James in Kennewick. James writes, Antifa is protecting... The federal arrest by saying, quote, as anti-fascists, we feel it's our duty to terrorize anyone who disagrees with us with violence and vandalism to prevent fascists from coming here to terrorize anyone who disagrees with them with vandalism and violence. They are uh, they are here protesting America as hateful, oppressive and racist uh, as a hateful and racist country. That needs to be torn down. Then, when feds arrest people for vandalism and violence, they cry and say it's a violation of everything that makes this country great. Look, they want... James and Kennedy, that was a good breakdown. They want socialism, they want Marxism, and and they do it behind the, 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 the same constitution that protects other people. Um, however, the issue that comes in is when they violate the laws... And they violate people's other people's First Amendment rights, and they violate property ownership, and they violate all these other things. Um, then they themselves are subject to be arrested for the same things that they claim they are protesting against. And you know, again, this is not all protesters. It's not been all protests. No. But but the ones that the that the mainstream media loves to focus on with the cameras are the ones where they're busting into banks, setting fire to things, uh, doing damage in other situations that really isn't necessary. But you know, hey, why not? You know, why why, why not? Because this is our right to do that. Because we're we're protesting for a better world by breaking things and setting things on fire and beating up police officers and hurting people and threatening politicians. Because that's the kind of world we want to live in. Well, yes, all that. But that's the that's my biggest beef with the with what's going on. Again, not there. There were past tense peaceful protests at one point. 
Not anymore. These are all anarchists. But I'll say it again. The country that they want to tear down and replace it with something else is the same country that affords them the rights to protest tearing the country down. But it doesn't afford them the right to violently protest. That's right. It doesn't afford them the right to violently threaten people. It doesn't give them the right to damage things. My point is, you people that are advocating this change in the way things should be, try doing that in a country that is already socialist or Marxist or anything. You're not going to get very far. And that's what they sometimes forget, that little nuance to the thing. To all those in law enforcement that are out there on the lines against this, be safe. As safe as you can be. I'll do it for the bottom line this Monday afternoon. All of today's news coming up with the Afternoon Report.